Hello, everyone. I am Mariah Mohammed with Becker's Hospital Review. Thank you for tuning in to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series. Today, I am pleased to be joined by today's speaker, Dr. Sarah Jockin from Heartland Dental. Dr. Jockin, thank you so much for talking with us today. Can you take a moment to tell us more about yourself and your role at Heartland Dental? Yes, and thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Um, I'm a dentist. I have been in dentistry for the past 13 years. Um, And after graduation, I first uh, built my own private office, a scratch practice. Um, So I started with two team members and no patients and then grew that practice over the course of eight years. And then I affiliated with Heartland Dental in June of 2019 um, and have been an affiliated office since then. And um, my practice uh, sees all aspects of dentistry. So we treat patients of all ages, all kinds of dentistry. But me personally, I only treat uh, patients for tooth replacement and implantology. I have two colleagues who do the general dentistry otherwise. And and that's part of what I do for, for a job is that clinical patient care. Got it, got it. Yeah, thank you so much for that background information. And How has being a Heartland Dental supported doctor enabled you to pursue your passions beyond general dentistry, would you say? Yeah, that's a really good question. So the reason why I affiliated was because I wanted to uh, focus also on teaching and um, traveling, and I wanted to make sure that my practice was well run when I was absent. And so I made the decision to get help with running my practice, basically. So Dar- Heartland is a doctor support company. What that means is it's a company that helps doctors run their practices smooth and easily. Um, you're still the leader in the practice, but you no longer have to worry about maximizing uh, insurance benefits or training the team or finding new team members, you know, all that stuff that you have to do as a dentist that that doesn't really relate to clinical dentistry. So it allows the dentist to really focus on the clinical care. And the nice part about that is that we still retain complete clinical autonomy, meaning we still treat the patients the way that we would have treated them in private practice when we were sole owners before. Now, um, being able to uh, not have to be so hands-on with with running the business aspect of the practice, I am now able to focus more on other um, subjects and whether that's teaching implantology to dentists or it is my focus on dentist wellness. So um, you see dentists are so focused on patient care and running their team, sometimes they forget about themselves and they don't take proper care of themselves. So there's a high rate of dentists who practice with pain or tingling or other maladies. And somehow we seem to think in this industry that that's okay or that that's tolerable or that that's just part of the job and stress is just what what you have as a dentist. But I dare challenge that. I think that we could have a much better quality of life as as dentists and then in extension also the teams, right? Make sure that the team is well taken care of and has a balanced work life. Um, So that became a real passion of mine and being part of Heartland Dental allowed me to not just pursue that passion, but also um, implement it in my own practice and now uh, shout it from the mountaintops in part through... uh, through your invitation to talk to other dentists about challenging the core belief that that dentistry has to be hard and stressful. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you touched on that. And that's really great that you're able to balance those passions. 
Um, and so since you are also the director of wellness at Heartland Dental, can you share more about this role and why you took this on? Yes, absolutely. So I figured um, at some point, let me let me go back, actually. At, at some point, I found myself uh, realizing that I had had my best week ever. Um, I had a really productive week. Everything went into place perfectly. Um, my patients showed up on time. They, they said yes to procedures. And we just had a bombing week. And I found myself at the end of that week really stressed out. And I wondered why am I, you know, I should be in a celebratory mode right now. I should, I should be happy right now that I've, I've accomplished this. But really, on the back of my mind were a gazillion other things that were going on that um, were, were stressing me out. And on top of that, I felt like, well, if I had this good a week, maybe that will be the new norm. And now I have to perform this high every week. And I just kind of felt totally overwhelmed. And that was kind of a, a little bit of a rock bottom moment for me, which is interesting because it, again, it, it was actually a reason to celebrate, I thought. And I realized, well, if I am this stressed out and from the outside looking in, everything looks, you know, hunky dory and, and perfect, then I'm probably not the only one dealing with this issue. And I, I, I want others to not feel so lonely on an island as a dentist, feeling like it's all too much and things are piling up so high that you feel like you can never really uh, get to get things under control or on, on top of things. And so this is a condition that is uh, has been recognized in, in the medical circles as burnout and burnout. Uh, we could we could talk a whole hour about burnout, but. but that's not what it's about here. Recognizing that I was burning out was the first step to uh, making something happen to make my life and my quality of life better. And so when I brought this up to leadership at Heartland, um, they were very supportive of me uh, finding a way to systematically identify where these stress and trigger points are and how we can improve quality of life for everybody at our company and then also roll this out nationwide and have an effect on the rest of the U.S. dentists. And so we uh, we hired a wellness program manager. Um, I was installed as, as director of wellness and I've done a lot of research since then on burnout and how it affects our dental office and um, just for example our ergonomics, um, musculoskeletal um, uh, disorders are run really high in dentists. And uh, if you look at the stats, it's, it's just really sad how many of us are in pain. Um, and often it's pain that uh, is actually coming from the muscles and fascia. So it's not really easily treated with, uh, let's say, um, a surgery. You know, some dentists do get surgery and some for some it helps and some others it doesn't. And so our, our goal here as um, a leader in dentistry with Heartland Dental is to create a program where dentists and their teams can have access to resources, transparency. So we have a, a good website where people can access resources. And those resources first include assessing your state of being. The first thing we have to do is stop and pause and, want, and, and ask ourselves, how are we doing? And for that, we have actually partnered with the Mayo Clinic on, an, an, on a project called the Wellbeing Index. The Mayo Clinic recognized this burnout issue in regular physicians years ago and did a study where they uh, assessed and surveyed tens of thousands of physicians and found that in seven uh, yes or no questions, so it's very quick, they, they found a tool that, that was scientifically validated that can assess your state of well-being in seven questions. 
And when I first heard that, I was really skeptical because I thought, well, how can you assess somebody's wellness in seven yes or no questions? But I am taking this assessment quarterly and it is amazing to me. It takes like 90 seconds to do it. And it is amazing to me how well it actually grasps my, my state of wellness. So you get the results right away and then you can compare to previous assessments you've done. And also you can compare to your peers because we have now collected, we started this in late 2020. We have now collected over a year's worth of data, two years worth of data to assess how dentists are doing because we have different stress points from physicians, right? They're, it's a different kind of job to be a dentist versus a physician. And so now we've validated this tool. This is, is gone through the scientific review process and is being published um, this year on how dentists are doing. And so when we assess how we're doing, we can know where we have deficiencies so that we can then get resources. And those resources are available on that app, for example, for, for Heartland doctors, a dentist who have um, signed up for that. But then you can also go back to our wellness program page and uh, assess if you need help with sleep. Do you need help with uh, relationship? Do you need help with um, uh, being able to focus at work? Um, do, you, do you have mental health questions that need to be addressed? Is there a physical need? You know, if, if you have numbness and tingling down your arm when you practice, you need to see somebody actually, this is not okay. And so now our dentists are able to access these resources and also pass them down to the team so that we can improve quality of life at work for everyone. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that insight on how and why you took this role. Um, you spoke about your colleagues being extremely supportive of you and your motives. Can you share a few goals you hope to achieve as the company's director of wellness with that support behind you? Yes, I would um, love to share some goals. Um, with the well-being index, we can track numbers of where they're scoring for those that participate. And that's uh, one of the ways we can assess how people are doing. We can also assess how many of our doctors within the company, we can assess how uh, many of them are making use of resources like the employee assistance program where everybody independent of healthcare status, you know, whether they selected the health insurance or not, have access to um, free resources like mental health uh, counseling sessions that um, are available locally by a provider in person, or you can do this online. For example, I have made use of that as, um, as a need that I had for, to, to deal with some grief when my mother passed away last, last year. So we're tracking the numbers of how many of our dentists a, are aware of these resources and B, are utilizing these resources. So those are um, uh, items we have available on the mental health care side. We also have uh, some wonderful resources at Heartland Dental for physical wellness. We partnered with um, some companies that have a, a musculoskeletal program that's absolutely wonderful to help us deal with some of the musculoskeletal issues that we face. Um, what's nice about the well-being index is that it's absolutely anonymous. So while we collect a bunch of data, we are not uh, tracking people down personally. We're not invading any privacy. All of this data is owned by the Mayo Clinic. So this is a, a really objective way to find out how we're doing and then how well our programs are working. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And do you have any tips you can share um, with us and our listeners on how doctors can pursue their own individual wellness 
and help their team members. I know you talked about earlier, um, a lot of dentists forget about themselves. So do you have any tips on that? Absolutely. And it's hard. It's always a work in progress. You know, I'm obviously very passionate about this subject and I still am a dentist, a wet fingered dentist. So I still go to work and try and implement what I theoretically come up with that I think would help our teams. And I implement stuff and it's new, you know, it's changed, it's hard. So my first advice would be do very small baby steps at a time. Don't overwhelm your team with hey, you know, I heard this podcast and now I have uh, a ideas A, B and C and we're going to implement them all. Just like any change, even if it's for the better, it's a change. So it can be hard to implement. But I have a couple of nice tips. So the first thing I, uh, I've started to do in the mornings when you do morning huddle, most dentists do a morning huddle where they talk about the day, is that uh, when everybody in the huddle at some point has to share a grateful um, and it seems so small. And sometimes in the beginning, when you have new people, they'll be like, well, that, that's kind of strange. Um, it's artificial. But when we start our day with gratitude, uh, we start our day with a good on a good note. And uh, to me, a lot of uh, patients in dentistry are anxious. Gratitude and anxiety can't really coexist. And the idea was if we if we really foster uh, uh attitude of gratitude in the office, we will help those anxious patients. And I actually have seen a correlation between patients telling us how satisfied they are with how well they're taken care of and me implementing this very simple step of just everybody mentions a grateful. What's also nice is it gives you something to talk about when you're later on, when you're treating a patient with your assistant, you can come back to that subject because sometimes it's nice to have a conversation while you're treating a patient so that they don't either get bored or just wonder what on earth you're doing in their mouth. And so it gives a really positive um, topic to talk about because often, you know, team members will say, oh, I'm grateful that my husband cooked me dinner last night. And so you can ask for recipes or something like that. So that's kind of setting us in the proper mental health, um, mental space of mind, that, that morning um, practice of, of being grateful. And so then I also plan on stretch breaks during the day. And these are not long breaks. These are literally like 30 second breaks. And so we agree on a time when we think is a good time and we all wear radios in the office. So everybody hears each other. We're all on one channel. So we all have a button in the ear. And so at certain times, uh, somebody who's announced and that will be the wellness champion for the day uh, will announce that, uh, you know, team, it's time for a quick stretch. And whether you are in patient care or doing sterilization or talking to a patient on the phone, uh, some of these stretches you can actually uh, do while you are just sitting there. So, for example, bringing your, your ear to one shoulder to stretch out the neck or just sitting tall and getting your shoulders back and, you know, engaging your core. And you probably just like I right now just sat up straighter and brought your shoulders back just because I said it. So reminders like that throughout the day help us snap out of that um, focus on our patient dysfunctional seating position mode where we're just totally focused on our dentistry and our care. So we'll have several of those announcements a day. I also would recommend, for example, that the dentist, this is, if you take nothing away from this podcast as a dentist, other than this, it was worth it. I recommend that when you do exams, when you go into hygiene and you do your exams, you do them as though you were not 
dominant on the hand that you are, meaning I'm right-handed and I usually sit in the 11 o'clock position on my, uh, when I perform treatments on patients. But when I do exams, I go into the one o'clock position and I sit as though I were a lefty because that way, when I do my exam on my patient, I have to bend my neck exactly the other way. And it's amazing when I started this in early 2020, when I started doing that, I couldn't even see the hard palate on my patients because my neck literally wouldn't turn that way because I was always looking the other way. And so just doing that a few times a day was telling my body, hey, you have to also use this other side. You have to engage your core this other way. And that has been really helpful getting my mobility back actually. And then of course, proper ergonomics. Every time you sit down and you know, I know we rush between patients, there isn't time for like a 30 minute a 30 second even, you know, stretch on each side or anything like that. When you walk down the hallways, remind yourself of good posture. And when you sit down, try not to crane your neck, hinge from the hip, make sure that um, your knees aren't uh, bent beyond 90 degrees. So um, those little things we can really try hard to remind ourselves about, but don't fret if you forget, because even me, really thinking about it all the time, I still have to remind myself and really forgive myself for not doing it when I, when I get just too focused on patient care. And then one more thing that I would mention that we can you know, give dentists as a specific points to consider is make clear to your team that their wellness is a high priority for you and that it is higher than patient care. And this may be counterintuitive at first, because after all, we're all there to take care of the patients. And of course, patient care is imperative, not just because that's the moral and ethical uh, way we contribute to society, but also because um, the patients really need the care. So that's important. But what is more important is that your team is well, because without your team being well, you cannot function. Um, it is much more painful to lose a team member than to lose a patient. Your team supports you and you spend so much time with them. You will spend more time with your each any one of your team members the first week of the year than you will all year with any single one of your patients. Think about that. So making it clear to your team that their wellness is absolutely first priority and you know has to be taken care of before patient care if you if if that shines through your words and actions you will have the most committed team you will have ever had and they will bend backwards for you because they know you've got them and you back them up and they are they are your first priority well really you should be your own first priority self should be first your team should be second and your patients should be third that's just my own personal opinion um but it's it's shown that in um, it, my team has has reacted really well when I had that shift of perspective, because when I was in private practice, I still had that perspective, you know, patients first, team second, myself third. And um, some classes actually that I took through Heartland Dental have made it clear to me that you need to build yourself first, really build your team, and then you are strong as a unit. And then you can probably provide better patient care than with my old mindset. And, um, and that's really something that blew my mind. You know, it's, it's one of the many things that, that were a welcome growth that I experienced when I joined with Heartland Dental. I, um, there were many unexpected positives that I encountered after I joined that I hadn't even taken into consideration before I made that decision. So 
that was a, a bonus and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, those are some great tips for professionals in this field. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I definitely learned from you. So I'll do, be doing some of those tips as well. Um, and before I let you go, doctor, is there anything else you would like to share? Um, yeah, just be kind to yourself. Uh, have that, you know, watch that inner voice that uh, that constantly gives you feedback or, or several probably inner voices there. There's always lots of input that we have quietly for ourselves. And just remind, remember, be kind. Um, and if you are one of those, one thing that I just remembered that I didn't mention earlier, if you are somebody who likes lists and checking things off lists and writing things down, because some of us really do and thrive with that, keep a daily log on what you did for yourself for your own wellness, because you really deserve to give yourself several minutes a day for your own wellness, whether that's a nice walk outside, whether that's some meditation or, you know, a, a cup of coffee on the back porch to just chill for a minute. We need those breaks and we need that moment when we recognize that we can just be human beings and not human doings. And those moments elude us because we tend to run to our phones. You know, we, we are busy with our children and our spouses and life is kind of busy for everybody. But take that time to just be grateful, sit there and, and be happy that you have the life that you have. And I, I think writing that down helps you celebrate things. And that's a core value at Heartland is to, to celebrate our successes. So um, that's always fun to see. And I really do appreciate the opportunity here to share and, and um, have a discussion with you about wellness. It, it was really fun. Absolutely. I agree. Thank you so much, Dr. Jockin, for your time and thought-provoking responses today. We also want to thank our podcast sponsor, Heartland Dental. You can tune in some more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com. Thank you again, doctor. Yeah, my pleasure.